Good evening. Hello, friends. And welcome back once again to Dice Lore's The Cthulhu Files, Masks of Nyarlathotep. We are in our ninth session of the Peru chapter. It is March 1934, and our investigators are deep in the Peruvian jungle in the Andean highlands in search of uh, the ruins of a lost pyramid where the Karasiri vampire menace began. And it is their quest to do away with the vampires and lock this threat away permanently. When last we left, uh, at the beginning of the episode, the, uh, the investigators had come to sort of a cliff in the jungle. A, a, a large basin spread out before them with a road cutting through it. And far, far away on the road, they saw two figures walking. Uh, Dolores, before he vanished once more in... in to time travel, um, took the binoculars and noticed that Dolores is unaware of this, but I'm filling it in now. Noticed that the two people far below uh, were the same two people who had observed the group getting on a, a reed boat back in the village of Puno and rowing out across the lake to the island where Naira, the wise woman, lived. Uh, they are now ahead of the group and heading down this road. <clears throat> so the group decided, oh, at, and at that moment, uh, Dolores vanished into, into time and space. Uh, the group took it in stride because that's what Dolores does. So they decided they would follow the, this, this pair um, at a distance if they could and try to discern exactly what was going on there. Poor Rocco, though, lost his footing um, at the edge of the ledge and just tumbled down, taking... Uh, Elaine's feet out from under her um, and and causing himself a fair amount of injury. Uh, the rest of the group decided to descend more safely, although uh, Michael got quite a nasty rope burn on his hands. Uh, still, they made it to the bottom of the basin, uh, followed the road, lost sight of the, of the two travelers, but came upon a clearing with a large, uh, lovely, clean river cutting through it, a beautiful waterfall flowing. And um, in the pool of the river, uh, they noticed uh, piranha swimming about, what they believed to be piranha. So Elaine fashioned something to, uh, to allow them to fill their canteens safely out of the water, sort of an extension for the harness. And as they were filling the canteens, they were attacked by three feral karasiri. Now, as... It has been happening through this adventure. The Karasiri were not all that difficult to dispatch, although one of them did latch on to poor Lydia um, before it was able to start sucking the life out of her, though it was killed. But it did leave Lydia with, with quite a nasty wound on her shoulder. And Lydia, you're, you're probably going to have um, a, a pretty nasty permanent scar there, uh, circular scar. scar. Yeah, 
with uh, with with a bunch of little uh, tooth holes. Teeth marks. Around. You should see and, the other guy. And you're you're still in, in a bit of pain. It's 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 still it's still hurting. But um, <clears throat> upon dispatching the car, Siri, the group followed the river downstream, came to a uh, fallen tree going across the river. Across the river once again with the aid of Michael's rope, and Michael did a little bit of fancy shooting to uh, free the rope from the anchor side. Uh, it's a couple inches shorter now, but still in good shape. Getting back onto the path with some stellar navigation rolls from Lydia, um, the group was followed by a, a pack of monkeys, and Elaine um, pretty seriously flirted with the idea of adopting one of them. Um, she was kind of talked out of it, though. Uh, the group um, then avoided a marshy area with some gigantic carnivorous sundew plants, wisely skirted that area, and uh, came to a place where they made camp. Um, during the night, they discovered there was a pile of bones and rags nearby, which fit the description of one of two types of creatures that Naira had described to them. Uh, one pretty nasty, the other probably not so much, but the group decided to leave the pile alone um, on the assumption that it was one of the nasty types, the suka. They also discovered that near that pile of bones, it, it may have been guarding um, a small sort of uh, fetish statuette uh, that was an insectoid creature with its hands on its knees. And uh, Lydia... Uh, recognized it as something which which may have actually been otherworldly it may have been um brought to this world by a group of beings called migo which our group of investigators long before dolores joined the team uh actually encountered me. michael wasn't there either john's other character was there um so they decided to leave that statue alone as well seeing as it was guarded by this potentially hazardous creature and they uh continued on their way in the morning once again with uh, an outstanding navigation role from lydia they know that they are on track now dolores when you vanished everything went dark there were flashes of blue swirling about you and as that dissipated from your visage, you find yourself in a very well-appointed room. Uh, it looks to be an apartment or perhaps a hotel suite. Uh, lots of very expensive looking furniture, um, beautiful artwork, very clean. The curtains are drawn, although you get the impression that it may be nighttime. Um, it's, it's fairly dark in there. There is one lamp lit on a desk. On the floor beside the desk, um, is a, like a pile of luggage as though someone had just come back from traveling and put all their bags down there. And there's a typewriter on the desk with a stack of papers beside it. Any clues as to when I am? You can assume it's somewhere in the current era that you're used to, probably. Nothing looks incredibly futuristic or, um, you know, terribly uh, uh, primitive. Okay. And 
any clues as to where I am. Like the way that the furniture is or anything doesn't give me any indication that I'm in like any particular region. No, it the decor is um <clears throat> western, not not like cowboy western, but uh western hemisphere, you know, it's not it doesn't look as though you're in Japan or perhaps or something like that. It looks like you know, any nice hotel or apartment might look possibly in America or Europe. Okay, I'm going to look through the papers, make sure everything's in English or perhaps another language that might give me a clue as to where or when I am. As you approach the desk, uh, you notice there's a, there's a wall nearby and there's a door set in the wall. The door is closed. And from behind the door, uh, you hear muffled voices. Give me a listen roll, please. That is a uh, failure. That's a that's a pretty bad failure. Okay, so the the voices are are fairly muffled, um, and you're not even sure they're speaking English necessarily. You're hearing, and then you one of the voices becomes raised. Um, you hear shouting. You hear the sound of a scuffle break out. You hear um, it sounds like somebody starts striking someone, and you hear. And then uh, the sound of metal, as though a blade may have been drawn. And the blows that are falling begin to squelch a bit wetly, as though a knife may be plummeted into flesh. This that gives was you pause. For a weapon, for sure. Make a, make a spot hidden roll. The nearest thing to a weapon that you see with that success uh, would be the typewriter. It's a fairly heavy looking, um, large, you know, kind of sort of classic typewriter. As you ponder what to do, things go silent behind the door. The door opens and two figures appear. They are backlit. There is a light on in the room. Uh, it, it's clearly a bedroom. You can see the edge of a bed. It's, there's a body laying on the bed. You can see their feet. And the white bed covers are stained with a considerable amount of glistening wet blood. Mm -hmm. The two figures in the doorway stop when they see you. Very surprised to see someone there. You can see that they're both wearing masks. The masks appear to be made of leather or perhaps animal hide. And there is a design that looks like it's painted on the masks. I will show you the masks. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's suspense. Ah, here we go. Show to everyone. So that's what the masks look like. 
You do recognize the design on the masks as having been described to you by Michael. It is the same design that was tattooed on the chest of Augustus Larkin, the benefactor of your exploration. And Michael had mentioned that it is the symbol of a group known as the Cult of the Bloody Tongue. How's it going, fellas? As you say this, a third man appears behind them, blocking your view of the bed and the body on it. Does it look like Alex? He is also wearing a mask. Damn. Okay. I didn't know if I could notice this figure and recognize him. You notice that the two that were there initially are holding wicked-looking curved knives, which are dripping thickly with blood. So that doesn't look very nice. Uh, I just kind of like position myself so that the desk is between me and the guys and I can easily reach for the typewriter if necessary. I have a feeling that me and a typewriter versus people with blades probably not an even fight. Um, As you do, the three of them advance quickly. The first reaches you and takes a swing at you with a fist. Do you take it? Do you fight back? Or do you dodge? I dodge. Okay, give me a dodge roll. No, there's no save in my ass. You dodge, but the swing... <clears throat> The punch does not land <clears throat> as directly as, as he intended. It sort of just glances off the side of your head. But as you're That's off balance weird. dodging, the second attacker has reached you and makes an attack with his knife. As you I are off balance, again. as you are off balance from the first dodge, the knife plunges into your side, just below your ribs. Incurring five points of damage. You feel it go deep. So please deduct five hit points. While you're at it, also roll me a d6, please, because we need to make a sanity check for your time travel. Or not a sanity okay. check. You, you automatically lose sanity. How much sanity? Is that what the roll, d6 Roll a d6. Did Boots disappear for you? Yes, but she's yes. back. Coming back. Okay. Deduct two sanity points. Also deduct one from your max sanity. And add that point to your Cthulhu Mythos score. And Boots dropped again, so hopefully she'll be on her way back. Okay. Um, take care of? Yes, I'm going to try to grab the handle of the knife so he can't pull it out. Oh, okay. Make a dex roll. Okay. Are you kidding me? The knife was already wet with the blood of whoever they had been attacking in the bedroom. And now your own blood has spurted out of this wound. Um, and Boots is back. 
I'm here. I just need to figure out what's going on with my video. Okay. Yeah, you're frozen, but I can hear you. <clears throat> As you attempt to grab at this knife, the darkness descends on your vision once more. <clears throat> the blue energy swirls about you, and you depart from this scene. Oh, thank God. To reappear in the jungle with the group of your friends in front of you. You can see their backs as they're beginning to hike off on their day. And you are out of breath, disoriented, and in considerable pain from this deep gash in your side. You look down to find that the knife is still there. Oh, that's for the best. Um, I hold the knife in place, holding my side, and I kind of stagger, and I'm like, guys. <laughs> Help. Oh my god. What are Hi, you doing? Hey, honey. I, uh, I got stabbed. Can, can somebody patch me up a little here? Yeah, I, let's, let's get on that. Let's get on that. Having yeah. a tough time. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull out the first aid kit. Lydia, do you want to help me with this? I yeah, I will definitely help you with that. You can tell, like, my skin, like, I'm clammy and pale, and I'm just kind of, like, weakly trying to smile. God can she roll it. with advantage if I'm helping? You can roll a bonus die since you're both doing this. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, the cross contamination of two games. Uh, do you want to spend four luck points to make that a success? Yes. Okay. So, Mar, you can add one hit point back as they tend to your wound. I don't look too, too awful. I think they missed everything important. Do you remove the knife and tend to the wound? Isn't that what the first aid is for? Is that what happens? I think so. I hope so. Well, I believe you had some sort of coagulant, right? Oh, oh, oh. Something you had was... How Healing salve, charcoal or poison, cocoa leaves for altitude sickness. No, I don't think I have a coagulant. I oh, I was uh, I was asking for an anti venom for poison because snake bites mm -hmm. or snake venom can cause right. blood to coagulate, which is probably mm. perhaps the healing salve served as a coagulant. I, I seem to remember discussing it. So low on sap. We're just yeah. You just are you just doing regular first aid on this wound, or are you going to use yourself? How bad is the wound? The knife is about six inches long. Jesus. And curved. Good lord. Oh my golly gosh! It wasn't plunged in you to the hilt, but it went probably three or four inches in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I guess, yeah, we don't want you to get an infection in the forest, so we should That'd use be... the healing salve. That'd be for the best, thank you. What are you down to now? Three. Like, perfect. Trying to get them to use their damn salves. Salves for... Salves. Salves. I mean, this is why we got them. Yes, true. Yes. 
Okie dokily. I think I took four points in real life too, because I burnt my tongue. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> trying to drink tea. You shouldn't. You should stop drinking tea. I'm just going to add some almond milk. So Dolores is tended to. Any discussion happening, or are you just going to continue on your on the way here? Hey, I can see you. So, I mean, where I'm just going to fill them in on what happened. Uh, I don't know where I was. I saw some people with the cult symbol on their masks, and they came. Oh, geez, which cult? Killing some people. The one that matches that sick chest piece of the, our benefactor. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. He had it tattooed on his chest. Yeah. Chest piece tattooed. Don't like that. Um. So, yeah, they murdered somebody before they came in and tried to kill me. I oh, surprised fun. them, and they were already bloodthirsty, I guess. So, let's solve things with violence. <sighs> Could you tell who it was? No, everybody was masked. Ask. I'm so sorry. Could you tell who killed? You saw them murder someone? Um, I... Couldn't tell who they killed, and I heard the murder, and then saw the blood on the bed and the feet. Um, based on like any indicator of like clothing or anything, can I at least tell the size or like gender? Make an intelligence roll. Please be smart, Dolores. <laughs> himbo. God damn it! Eighty-eight. I am a himbo. Seventy. I'm assuming you don't wish to spend. No, not on that. 18 points of luck. Well. At least I'm pretty. They look, <laughs> they look like men's shoes. Okay. I mean, men's shoes. I, I don't know what these guys were about. I didn't have time to go through their paperwork too much or anything. There was like a typewriter and a desk. And it was clear somebody had just gotten back from traveling. But... As to when and where, I didn't have a whole lot of indicators. I wasn't there that long. This could have been from any time period, though, right? It isn't necessarily something recent. Well, I mean, it was a typewriter. It looked like a fairly uh, contemporary. Mm -hmm. Can I see the knife? Sure. I just like hand you the knife. It's still covered in blood. Mm -hmm. Can so I, I wipe my hands on my pants? Is there a roll I can make to discern anything about the knife? Like if I notice anything odds, some design. Make an education roll. Okay. Uh, that is this one. Success. 60 out of 70. Oh, nice. It may be African in origin. Um, you could be thinking that because the cult of the bloody tongue is is based in Kenya. But the hilt of the knife is wooden. Mm -hmm. And it has sort of like diamond-shaped uh, carvings in it um, along the grip. Okay. Uh, the blade, as I said, itself is curved and f fairly narrow. Um, 
not being an archaeologist, your your guess would be it's probably African in design. Okay. So I'm not bleeding out anymore. Thank you, guys. That is a good thing. Our pleasure. I'm so tired of this. I'm not going to lie. I think we all are a bit tired. Yeah, I was hoping that maybe that would happen less. But how are you? How are you otherwise? You know, uh, as far as the whens and wheres of where I'm at and what I'm doing and how I'm feeling, uh, I'm glad to see you guys again. Yeah, it's great to see you. It was a bummer when you blipped out. Although, I don't know if you've missed anything particularly. I don't think there's been anything that... We fought Karsiri you... again. You fought Karsiri well, we, we saw Tapir. <gasps> you saw Tapir. Jackson yeah. got bit by a uh, poisonous snake. Oh, yeah, that happened too. Was Dolores there for that? I think Dolores was there for that. I was there for the snake. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a wild time. Wild like it. time. It's not... I'm, and I've got this thing going on, so that is the, like the worst hickey I'm ever going to have. Ever. Yeah, no, I don't appreciate. Yeah. I don't. I don't recommend it. I don't want one. This seems bad. No, don't, don't, do no, not advise. I don't, I, Rocco. I don't want it. No, no, I'm mm -hmm. gonna stay away from that. Yeah, solid. It's only solid our plan. third day in this jungle, and I think all of us has incurred some sort of at least semi-serious injury or yeah, it's been quite the time it's a little much i'm not gonna lie it seems a little cursed to me i have you met us <laughs> fair fair i'm not exactly the luckiest fella so i mean i would say i'm pretty lucky to have disappeared right at the point of uh being stabbed rather than brutally murdered yeah i kind of feel like i know what that feels like somehow can empathize hmm I don't know why I feel like I know how that feels. Oh, well. I love that energy. <laughs> so oh, as I'm you continue. More sanity yeah. as we go on. So it's great. It's fine. As you great. continue your trek into the jungle, um, I'm going to need machete rolls from everybody. That will either be strength or a machete attack. So brawl. Or brawl. Rocco swings through the jungle. On the trail we play. Alright, this is getting excessive. 41 out of 40, you can spend one luck point. Do I need to? Because Lydia got an extreme success. I was gonna say, you can just walk behind me, babe, it's fine. I got you. I'm probably not the best with a machete given my current state anyway, so. Yeah. You can just, I'm apparently like a Tasmanian devil in these woods right now, so you can just follow my path of destruction. I think that's enough successes that you guys are, are hacking through the jungle fairly efficiently, even with the failures. So you're moving along, cutting your way through, and uh, the elevation begins to rise as you, uh, you know, where you came to the river, it was at the far end of this basin you had descended into. And you've begun reascending on the other side. And the climb becomes a little steeper, a little tougher, until you come to another ledge, which is actually sort of 
um, a precipice. You notice that uh, the ground has kind of fallen away to either side, and you've come to uh, like uh, a, a point almost um, where you can see the land continuing on the other side, but it's as though there's a chasm in front of you. Um, although it, it, it cuts off to either side as well. It's not as though you're, you're going to you know, get around this chasm. Um, it's only five to ten feet wide, but looking over the edge, um, it's, it's a fairly imposing drop. Uh, you might be able to make a jump here, You might want to try to climb down a bit. It looks like there's a ledge maybe 15 feet or so below you that might be a little closer to a ledge on the other side. It might reduce the distance, but it's certainly not something you can just step across easily here. Are there any large trees nearby? <clears throat> oh, yeah. You've, you've just sort of emerged from the heavy jungle. There are trees. If mm. we look down the chasm, or yeah, so it's like two land masses, right? And then there's a drop in the middle. Mm -hmm. If we look further down, does the chasm distance between both sides become less, or not from where you are? Um, it's kind of like straight across on the other side, but you've sort of come to a point in the land. Mm. So. Um, like looking from where you are to either side of you, it sort of descends down into this chasm. You you could sort of like walk down the sides um, less steeply. You know, it, it's not like a precipitous drop to either side, and maybe reduce the distance to the mm -hmm. other side that way. Uh, I don't know if I'm describing it well. Can I? take my rope and start uh, tying it to a tree? Sure. I will do that then. Do you want me to try and fasten a harness with that, Michael? Or Well, whatever we're going to be doing, we're going to... So like you've, you've come up this way and you've reached this point and then the chasm is down there and then the land on the other side is there. Okay, so, so we're the closest point possible yeah. right now and that's 10 feet you say uh it's yeah yeah five ten feet right around and there. it's like same height height difference roughly Should if there's a height dis difference it's not uh you know it's negligible extreme um are there any logs nearby i guess spot hidden roll I get a bonus die. Sure. Trees fall in the jungle all the time. Um there's a log over here. Is it is it long enough to cover the width of the chasm? Make a lock roll. Success. 43 out of 77. Yeah. It sure looks like it is. Well, maybe if we work together, we can roll this log so that it could cross the chasm. And we can maybe use uh, a rope tied to another tree just in case someone falls as they're crossing. And that way, no one dies. 
Yeah. You're yeah. muted, babe. I think it's a great plan. I'm going to help haul this log. I'm super here for that. Um, I'm I'm not going to do anything. That's okay. <laughs> you don't have to. I'll uh, I'll do my best. I, I'd rather not break a nail for this, but if I have to. Nah, I got you. I'll work on it. You, you don't have any trouble moving this log. Sweet. Okay. Cool. So Lydia um, is going to just find some basically stakes to like make sure that the log stays in the spot that we want it to. Maybe it's rocks. I don't know. She stabilizes it on this side. She's resourceful. Might be rocks mm -hmm. and sticks. So one thing we can do is we can we can tie the rope around the one end and then we can like place it on the ground like this and like use let the rope fall down. Does that make sense? Like we can kind of like draw bridge it across with the rope. I see what you mean. Like we hold it at the bottom and then we use the rope to sort of let it kind of start seeping and we can have some people guide it on the sides. Because otherwise we're going to struggle trying to get it over the width. It's like 10 feet. So. Mm. Right. That makes sense. So we're going to tie to one to the end facing the opposite side of the chasm. Yeah. So if we put the log up like this, we'll, we'll put the rope tied at the top. And then we can have someone like feed the rope slowly. And then we can like have someone like kind of hold it at the place. We can put our couple stakes down on the ground so it's more stable. And we can kind of let it slowly fall down to the other side and see if we hit the edge. Might be better if we like have the rope go over a branch of a nearby tree so that the angle's better. I don't know. Maybe I'm reinventing the wheel. But... No, that sounds that sounds about right. Sounds pretty resourceful. Is that your plan? Is there a tree uh, that's close enough that has like a branch that comes out horizontally? Or it doesn't even have to come out in your horizontally, really, I guess. It, would just have to come out. it needs to be close use. enough and that it won't break. Can I look for a branch? Yeah, it's easy enough to find. Sure. Okay, but like one that won't break from the weight of the log? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Hooray! Uh, but Lee, I have 97 luck. That's why I'm not making you roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Solid. Okay, sure. If you just wanted to flex, go ahead and roll. But you know. Wait, no, because you might fail. 3% chance you do. <laughs> hey, man. 3% is 3%. I know. It's, it's fucked us up before, so... Hey, I mean, last session you guys rolled like six nat ones. Oh, I don't mean so, like you like, in general is fucked up. I just no, said, no, no. Like, I just mean like it happens. It happens yeah. sometimes where you guys where like the rolls just really get you hard. Yeah, I've definitely sure. rolled more failures than successes this particular game so far. So okay, so um, 
is there like a role you want us to do yes or is so that... um okay. for 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 tying this up and you're gonna sort of like do almost like a pulley system with the branch to yeah so like to, you know okay. we can we can put it there we'll have like a rope there and then we can like kind of feed the rope so it starts doing this yep okay for the engineering portion of this uh one person make a mechanical repair role please oh who who could do that oh I'll oh, oh i oh i i got I'll i'm I'm, I'm more than proficient what do you think i have a hundred oh yeah that's you <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't get any better than that Dream so. success. <laughs> <laughs> michael you're holding the the socket wrench upside down why what do you that what was do you... a joke <laughs> that wasn't a real role making jokes over here okay fine elaine's in her element and uh launches into this task with vigor and uh has some lovely knots and uh, feeds the rope up through exactly where you want it to go. Um, Elaine it, gets naughty. Ha! Oh. Wow. Everybody else make a sanity roll, please, after that joke. No! <laughs> I should know. Finally. Finally. <laughs> and that was a joke. Fucking figure. <laughs> All right. Um... I would like uh, three strength rolls then to pull off the standing the log up and lowering it down. Elaine who wants, who wants to make the strength rolls? I can make one. Or... Rocco, do you want Jackson to make one? Yes, please make Jackson. <laughs> Jackson, you look so strong. Jackson, help me. Success. I need one more strength roll. Am I the next at 50? I'm at 50. I'm at 40. I'm the most useless himbo. Rochambeau, you too. Come and on. you're injured. And what about and I have here? 50 also. So. Okay. I'll, I'll make the last roll then. There you go. Oh, oh no. 64 out of 50. Do you want to spend 14 luck? Does it look like it's going to go bad if I don't? Can I also help? And... Yeah, same. Nope. I We're not just going to sit there and watch rolls. him mess it up so much. If it goes bad, you can attempt to help. Oh. Then that roll doesn't count. Oh, boots. Oh. I'll just, I'll just delete that. I don't want to spend that much luck. I'll spend the luck. I'll spend 14. <sighs> well, 14 Nothing luck. is real. Okay. Our savior. Michael, you, you feel the rope beginning to slip because your hands are still blistered from your rope burn. And it takes everything you have to to be part of this team and and get through the pain to grip on that rope tightly but you managed to do it and rocco michael and jackson together managed to lower this log down so that the other end just touches the other lip of the chasm nice and then lydia i assume this is when you move in and start staking the yeah. log yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't make a joke. Don't make a joke. Um, just looking at tuna. <laughs> cool. So, tuna's great. Now that that is uh, dealt with, good lord. I think if we want to safely cross it, we should probably use a rope. Each 
One end of the rope is tied to the far end of the log. So, right. Hmm. I'm not good at physics. This isn't my thing. So, phys okay. So it's on that right. Um, do we have another set of rope, or is that our only rope? That is your only rope. Can I magically have more rope? Or vines? Vines are a possibility. Oh my god, Tuna. <laughs> so, didn't know there was a cat circus in the middle of the Amazon. So the issue is that we're the log, right? But the log is lowered? The log is lowered. The one end of the rope is tied to the far end of the log, though. Okay. I was is just thinking... Hmm? Is it in the way? No, but Haley was talking about using it like you did the last log that you crossed. As but, the, yeah. Uh... yeah. Well, if the log is down and the rope is still kind of attached to it, I'll walk over. I'll like have my hands on the rope and sort of start walking over the log. I'll go first. Okay. okay. Make a dexterity roll. Wow. Proficient. Out of 80. All right. A bit, a bit wobbly, a bit unsteadily. Uh, not the log because it's well secured. Um, but, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty high up as you cross, really? even though you're holding onto this rope, looking down, um, you see quite a precipitous drop below you. And, um, you, you managed to make it to the other side though. Okay. Um, when I do that, I'll see if I can find something to also kind of stake it off in some similar way that uh, Lydia just did sure. on other end. Yeah, and then no I'll, I'll untie the rope and then I'll try to anchor it to some stump on this side. Okay, and easily when done. When that's done, I'll give people the thumbs up. I'll also kind of get closer and kind of also hold the rope just to keep it steady on the now the, the rest of you are going to tie the end of the rope off on your side so that it acts as it sort of was. a railing or are you just going to sort of pull yourself already, across your I did that the first that was the first thing I did on that end it was oh you did you tied it yeah. off first yeah I, the, and then we got it. it okay so it right okay. now it's, it's secured at both ends yeah so you have the log and then you have this sort of slack line beside it that you can yeah. use who's going next I'll go next. All right, everyone, pray for me. Dexterity, please. I'm terrified. I want to do it. 26 out of 50. Very Tell nice. The, almost a hard success. Floris, with no trouble at all, you cross the log. Who's next? Dolores, take my hand, please. I got you. I got you. Whoa. No. <gasps> 68 out of 55. I, I will let everybody use a bonus die if necessary here, uh, given that you are using a well-secured rope as a, a railing. Oh. All right, Rocco, you, for a minute, you you feel like you're going to drop. You remember how you face-planted on the last log. Dolores, hold me, please! Oh, I got you, baby, I got you! <laughs> Rocco stumbles across. I'll Three people next. left. All right. I'll go. Extreme oh, success. Oh. 
There she goes. She just nances across. No kidding. Thank you. All right. They're leaving Jackson once again to come across by as last by himself. Oh, good. And he does so. Okay. How are you going to get the rope back this time? I'll shoot it again. <laughs> okay. Can I? You can. Uh, you're going to need a hard success or better. Seventy-three out of a hundred, a regular success. So that's one shot. There we go. With your second shot, you managed to hit the rope again. Not quite as impressive as yesterday's mm -hmm. demonstration, but it works. You've retrieved your rope. Dun, dun, dun. Let's hope that's the last uh, log bridge we have to cross. We can only hope. All right, uh, Lydia, let's have you reorient yourself with a navigation roll. Navigator, do. Where is it? There we are. No! You do have the compass, though, so you get a bonus die. Seventeen out of forty-four. That is a hard success. Whoop! Thank you for whoop, doing whoop. math because I can't. Okay. While there is no path here, you do uh, pick up on the direction that you need to go, and you all begin hacking your way through the jungle once more. For most of the day, you're following the track. Lydia making uh, occasional checks on her compass. You do not see any sign as you go through of the other people that may have passed this way. Uh, the two people that you were uh, initially following. But that's not surprising given how thick the jungle is and how it seems to repair itself after Shit. people go through. You're right? We should have uh, moved the log afterwards. We might it's... need to come back. True. It's been several hours. Like you, you, you're moving through the day. So, do you want to turn around? No. Okay. So, as you are continuing your hike, you begin to notice the jungle thinning around you and the vista that spreads out before you as the, the trees get thinner and thinner is mountainous and, and beautiful off in the distance you can see the, the Andes range uh, snow capped mountains rising up over the jungle below and far below you there is um, a place where you can see a path emerging from the jungle. And it's a winding path that moves through this sort of rocky terrain that opens below the mountains. And at the, the base of the, the, the mountainous area in the distance, uh, you can see what from here might look like some deliberate structure. 
Can I make a spot hidden roll to get a better idea of what we're looking at and see Did if you want I... to use the binoculars? Yeah. Yeah, so you can make a spot hidden um, with your regular bonus die and an additional bonus die because of the binoculars. Goddamn. Hard success. See if you can beat that. Oh, oops. Oh. I rolled two bonus die. I thought it, it was yeah, a five get... and a nine. So Okay. Yeah, you get two bonus die. I'm showing a four. Okay. Uh, let me, should I just try again? So I rolled when it, I clicked you get bonus. A hard success. Yeah, when I click bonus, I put a two in the box when it asks for number of dice. So I'm not oh, sure. About it's just showing me a four. Okay, should I just roll? Do it again. Two individual times. Okay. And a seven. No. So your hard success was was pretty good though. Now it rolled again. Oh well, no, I mean uh, the four is two d10 added oh, up. Oh, the four is two dice. Uh, yeah, that was what, what I was trying. To, okay. I was explaining for. No matter. None of those rolls were better than your hard success. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, so you can see that this winding road comes to um, what looks like a wall, a stone wall built around almost a courtyard. And rising up out of the center of the courtyard are sort of the, the zigzag form of what might be the top of an ancient pyramid. I think we found our pyramid, guys. Oh, yeah. That, looks that like seems it. about right. Very exciting stuff. That is a word for it. It is approaching uh, evening, maybe around 5 p.m. or so. And based on the distance that you can see, it looks like you've got maybe another hour hike to get to where the road enters this gate. Do we want to camp here or near here for the night? Get ready for tomorrow? That was my first question. Or rather, something. Yeah. yeah. You're saying we don't want to enter an ancient, cursed, evil pyramid at night? Not without no. a good night's sleep first. That just feels... I mean, Jackson, have you met us? We're always tired. It's nice to be like a little bit less tired. When yeah, I wasn't doing... arguing against it. <laughs> now you're getting the hang of it. Uh, if I take the binoculars, can I sort of see the state of the pyramid? Like, does it look like it's been weathered by age and time, or does it still look in good condition? You can't take the binoculars, I'm not getting them. Uh, okay. Just kidding, you can have them. I don't understand what that exchange was, but okay. <laughs> There's not a great deal of de detail that's discernible from this distance. Um, it's it's probably um, pretty weathered from what you're able to tell. Yeah, okay. And it's not as though it's a giant pyramid rising up out of the earth. It looks like it may just be sort of the top of the pyramid. It looks as though this, this courtyard inside this wall may have filled in at some point like overgrown the yeah it's like maybe well no it's it's not like green or anything it looks like it's stone or dirt 
but maybe over time this pyramid began to uh, become buried again somehow. It's almost as though just the top of the pyramid is rising up out of the ground. Mm. Okay. I'm also not an archaeologist. Okay. What? So, yeah. So should we should we at least try to get a little closer or do you all want to camp here? Hmm. Uh, we can close in. I think. That's not the worst. We still have time in the day, right? So, Right. So do you want to approach where you can see the road beginning? Mm. Camp there? Or do you want to camp like in the bush? It's probably better not to be on the road because that's the place that most people are going to be traveling on. And yeah, we, I agree. We probably don't want to run into anybody who's out here. On their way to this. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine anyone is going to have similar goals to us. Yes. Okay. Well, then let's get. Um, you can you can begin your hike a little closer to the uh, to the pyramid. Let's get a couple of spot hidden rolls to uh, look for a campsite. Sure, I'll make one. There's one for me. That's a hard success. Hard success. Anybody else want to make one? Dolores, also hard success. All right. You find a campsite that you are very happy with. So happy. So I assume you undergo your usual preparations for the campsite, clearing it, looking for possible dangers, getting a campfire set up. Okay. You are down to the last of your rations here. Between you, you you're able to put together enough rations to sort of make a decent meal for yourselves uh, if you want to eat the whole thing or if you just want to eat a portion of it and save some for the morning, you could do that. But you're definitely very low on rations unless you want to hunt for something. Hunting feels complicated. I'm feeling half now, half later. I think that'll be enough. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. Very good. Then um, you devour whatever portion of rations you deem appropriate. Get your campfire going for the evening. And we're going to set up your watches once more. Two, two, and watches. two. Who's first All watch? All right. I'll take first watch. Who's with Dolores? Who wants to hang out with me? I'll hang with Dolores. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. And then second watch will be... I'll take second. Rocco and Michael. Okay. And then Jackson and Elaine for third watch. Okay. Everybody beds down. Um, Let's get Dolores and Lydia to give us a spot hidden and a listen roll each. <laughs> okay. Balance. There we go. Okay, we got one hard success on spot hidden, 
one success on listen. Okay. Uh, Dolores, with your hard success on your spot hidden roll, roll me a d20, please. We get a 10. Mm out into the jungle as the night falls um you're not really seeing anything that's giving you pause uh you're hearing the normal jungle sounds at night uh, the rustlings the the strange cries but looking around glancing at your companions uh sleeping by the campfire light you notice something dark a small speck um moving along elaine's sleeve it looks from where you are like it might be an inch long it's clearly an insect oh god not another laney there's a bug on you laney wake up what's what's going on there's a bug on a bug on her. Okay, all right, all right. Here, let As me, you um, are trying to wake her, you, to the... you see another one crawling along her shoulder. There's two bugs. Okay, okay. Let's just everybody stay calm. Um, let me and Lydia's. What what kind of bug is it? What kind of bug is it? Are either of you entomologists? <laughs> <laughs> I resent that. Are you, do you want to get close and look at the bug? Yeah, Lydia's Lydia's zooming in. Okay. It's about an inch long. It's black mm -hmm. and shiny. It's a very large ant. Oh. oh. With formidable Big looking pinchers. pinchers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And as All you right, listen. Get into it for a closer look, you notice that there's another one crawling on her uh her covering the point so now there's three of them that you can see okay all right well let's just um lydia's gonna go find a big old leaf because we're in that kind of area and she's just gonna kind of see if she can coax the ants one at a time onto like she's gonna coax the ant on or hope that it like crawls onto it and then which, like move it which off ant of are you way. starting with I'm starting with probably the one that's most likely to touch her skin soonest. That would be the one that was on her sleeve, the first one that Dolores saw. Yes. Ah, kitty, okay. kitty, 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 kitty. So you're going to place <laughs> the leaf in front of the ant. That Mary yes, Jane. I am. MJ is doing it. Oh my god, look at her. She's such a oh. good girl. All right, Elaine, in your sleep, make me a luck roll, please. Oh boy. Oh no. I'm really lucky. All right. Yeah. The ant sort of um, tests out the edge of the leaf and then crawls onto it. 
oh, okay. And so Lydia just like gently moves that leaf off and away back to the shrubbery, grabs another one and begins to, uh, I'm the just going to repeat that process. Shoulder. Okay. Yep. Hey, buddy, come Lane, on. Make another luck roll, please. No. As you put the leaf in front of this ant, it stops and turns and begins crawling toward Elaine's hair and the neckline of her garment. Okay, in that case, Lydia, you said it's about an inch long? Mm hmm Okay, Lydia's just gonna, like, reach down tweezer style like a stork and just be like, pow! With your fingers? Yep. Make a luck roll, Lydia. Hang on, let me... Do some venomous ants. Hard success. Don't have okay. time for this. You pluck and fling. Pluck and fling. Good old pluck and fling. Pluck and Good fling. Time honored tradition. We love to fluck and fling. I love fluck and fling. The ant that was crawling on on her covering mm -hmm. is beginning to crawl north on her. So. Oh no 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 no! We're gonna try the leaf first. Okay. Just kidding. There are venomous ants. I just wanted to put that. God out damn there. it. <gasps> Bonk. Mm -hmm. So one more luck yep. roll, please. For me? Mm-hmm. Success. Okay. <laughs> this, this ant crawls directly onto the leaf. Alright, there we go. Do, 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 do. Everybody's happy except that guy who got flung. Good. Now make he a might be happy. Roll, please, Lydia. Probably and... laying on a fucking ant nest or something. Nope, Lydia can still she see like nothing. As far as you're concerned, do you see any more? You've cleared you the more? area of ants. Dolores, do you see any more? I don't know. Do I see any more? Am I Based allowed? Based on to your see initial more? spot hidden roll, yes, you can see on the ground around where Elaine is sleeping. There is movement all through the area. Oh, she's fucked, Laney. What is Elaine? It? What what are you seeing? What? There's what? ants what? everywhere. Laney, you gotta Ready? get up. Okay. We're just gonna move you over to a place that isn't quite as on top of this ant situation. <laughs> Alright, uh, Elaine will groggily, but still with some sort of, uh, you know, control of her mobility, will slowly get up and we'll try to move in a way that won't alarm any ants that might be on her. Okay. And we'll stand up in hopes and then like kind of hold her arms out so that they can see where all the ants might be that might still be on her. I give her a really quick once over like I'm checking for ticks or something and... As Elaine is standing up, I need another luck roll. For me? But I'm gonna need a hard success at this point. Fuck. Fuck yeah! Oh, sorry, oh, Laney. Sorry, boy. You stand up <laughs> without incident, but as Dolores is giving you a once-over, she can see that your back from your shoulders to your backside is crawling with these <gasps> Oh boy. I just start like 
No, I need gloves or something before I No, no, her. no. Listen, you just brush them off and she's Lydia is kind of doing the 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 It's not the pluck and fling because mm-hmm. there's too many of them, but it's more of like the I don't have time for this swath brush. Okay. I need a luck roll from you. I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Boots, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it happens. I- explain how well you're able to sweep these ants off of the land. It is just effortless. It looks like they're just like the regular small ants at home, just like here, just get off of her. It's fine. Just keep moving on. Just with your arm like a windshield wiper. Just... Yeah, yeah. It, it, in fact, this would even go so far as like one, just one big foul swoop. Okay. Yeah, I don't even need to do it more than that. Okay. Just. It appears that in your initial um, once over of the of the campsite, um, there was no ant hill there, but these these they must have burrowed in the ground. There must be like holes right where Lane had uh, had put her bedding. Less so you're clear. You're clear of the ants but they're still crawling all around the area. Great. Do we need to wake everybody up and move them? You should check other people. Can Elaine make a natural world roll to see if she knows what kind of ant these are? Yeah. Nope. Do you want to spend 41 luck points? <laughs> yeah, dull. Hmm. No, I don't think so. Okay. Nice offer, though. They're big ants with big pinchers. Haley knows what they are. I was curious if Elaine does. Oh, Haley has a good guess. So you're just going to wake everyone and, and get them to move your muted boots? I can't think of a. I can't. I can't critical brush everybody off. Critical so brush. I feel like if if there's uh, uh, Dolores, can you see if there's any other ants around anybody else, or is it just where Elaine is was sleep was bedded down? Do Dolores I have a torch? Can... <laughs> well, I mean, you have a campfire with burning wood oh. in it. So Dolores does not spot ants on anybody else. But but, on the ground around everybody else. Yeah. They're kind of there. They're kind of there. Okay. Great. <sighs> I think we just need to move camp, guys. What do you think, Dolores? Elaine? Sorry, I know you're sleepy. Okay. Yeah, All right. Um, I think we move. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. Everything in this forest hurts for some reason, so... Yeah. Move. Yeah, okay. Um. Hey... Uh, why don't you go wake up Rocco? Um, I'll get Michael. And then, okay, and I'll go get Jackson. So, hey, buddy, we're sleeping on ants. We should probably move. I've been huh? having the weirdest dream about ants. Oh. Yeah, you probably don't want more of that. So, no, how thanks. about Michael? How about wake up, Jackson? Are you awake? Yeah. Is it possible to get like one straight through night's sleep in this place? Absolutely no. not. But probably better to not be woken up by the damned pinchers from an ant colony. Having taken a look at what you're talking about, um, 
Jackson Haley, you've probably already figured out. Uh, Jackson uh, confirms that these are bullet ants. Oh no! How bad are bullet ants? Real bad. Most painful bite in the world. They hurt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. I love that you knew. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they're some of the most painful bastards. 24 yeah. hour long bites. I was Googling it because I was curious. Oh, that's like awful. Pain for 24 hours straight. Like a gunshot wound. Mm -hmm. That was some good luck rolling there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Especially the whole using your arm to sweep it off like a. <laughs> There, there may have never been a better time for a critical success. Uh, you know, God, if you had just got, been covered in those, ugly. No, absolutely ugly. No. no. So, in the middle of the night, you're all just sort of moving your campsites, or just moving your your bedding away, or you're not going to deal with the ants themselves. You're going to leave the ants alone and just move. Leave the ants alone. Shake the bedding out, and get I could the dump poison. Away down their holes, but I don't think I want to go yeah, to work no, we today. Just, uh, we don't have to make it a vengeance thing. We just have to move out of their way. Okay. They live here. It's it's my fault for intruding. Good enough. Okay. Good. So everybody's kind of grumpily moves their bedding and, and tries to get back to sleep uh, as we deal with Lydia's listen roll here. Uh, so roll me a d20, please. Lydia. Where are you, D20? There you are. It's just like cute bunnies, right? Please. <laughs> All Please I want bunnies. is bunnies. The motherfucking bunnies is going to be carnivorous. You, no, no, you no. Just maybe it. it's... It's just going to be Monty Python. Maybe it's what? Yeah. No, no. Please continue. You just hear typical jungle sounds. Birds, monkeys... Maybe a jaguar in the distance, but nothing else alarming. Hooray! And if, if everyone was able to get back to sleep, it's time to wake up uh, Michael and Rocco for their shift. Okay, so you want a spot and a listen? Yes, one of each. Okay. Spot and listen. Hard success, success. Failure. Failure. We don't hear anything. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Okay. So good looking, not such good listening. <clears throat> uh, Michael, give me a d20. Hey, it would be a nine. 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 So... Hold on, give me one second. So almost um, silently, you, you don't hear the sound, um, but you spot coming into the edge of the firelight, uh, your campsite, a small brown furry shape. At first you assume that it's just another tapir because they seem to be drawn to your nighttime camps. But it quickly becomes evident that this is uh, some sort of a small furry pig. 
It comes into the firelight, sort of sniffing with its little snout. It's Almost small? looks up at you. Uh, probably the size of a cat. Okay. Oh, so cute. And just sort of snuffles around in the underbrush for a while. You just going to let it do its business, or are you going to chase it off? Or? I want to piss it off, because... I'm worried there's a bigger one nearby, if I do. Um, can I get, like, um, just a stick, kind of, like, in the poker, and, like, maybe just sort of have it, like, ready if I need to just, like, sweep a flame sure. around? Sure, you can. Okay. Okay, but after a while, it just sort of wanders back off into the brush on its own. It doesn't seem overly interested in you and certainly not intimidated by you. Rocco, give me a d20. Rocco, give me a d20. Mm -hmm. That's a five? That is a five. You watch Michael um, sort of watch this little pig get the stick out and watch the pig wander off. And it's almost a little happy feeling. I really hope this is a happy feeling. I'm feeling inside. Oh, God. See, Michael, when I see the pig, all I think about is there's probably a snake out there that's going to eat that pig. I mean, I'd rather the pig get eaten than us. I, exactly. We probably need to look out for screams in the night. It might be the pig. You don't know that uh, the pig is actually called a white-lipped peccary. But nothing further happens during your watch. Just watching. So it's time to wake Elaine and Jackson. Hey, Jackson. Time to wake up, buddy. Again? Yeah, it's time. All right. Is Elaine ant free? Seems to be. Alright. Well, Elaine, shall mm. we watch? I'll do my best. Alright. Let's get a spot hidden and a listen from both of you. Ka chow. Ain't getting any better. Success. Um, and you could make it critical. Well, not with a bonus die. Uh, yeah. Remember oh, we you're... said that in oh, that's the right. single digit numbers, if you roll a one, it replaces the single digit number. No. That's right. Okay, I got a success on listen and an extreme success on uh, spot. So, there's a failure. Yo, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and Ooh. double right. embarrassing. Roll me a D twenty, please, Elaine. Eight. An eight. That might be our first eight. You seem a little too giddy about that. Hmm. It's a little sus. 
you hear the sound of rustling off the ground, something in the treetops. And looking up in its direction, you see gleaming in the firelight two little black eyes. And as they come out of the shadow, uh, there's a little brown furry face behind them. And it's a woolly monkey. You don't know if it's the same group of monkeys, but it looks the same. And it just sits and watches all of you. Jackson. Hmm. Look up. You see the monkeys? No, Elaine. <laughs> you don't see them? This is no, I, or see, I, can't. I see the monkey. You cannot have the monkey. We've talked about this. <laughs> Jackson looks around and picks up a rock and chucks it at the monkey. Uh, how no! did you do that? I'm asleep, but no. We do the monkeys on our side, Jackson. At I'm, least we... I'm doing this for the monkey's own good. It wasn't a big rock. It's up he to hits... you to decide what's good for the monkey. It's up to Jackson the monkey. Jackson wants to get ourselves killed. He hits the monkey, and the monkey goes... <laughs> and I'm sorry! I didn't mean it. I didn't have anything to do with that. It was all him. Just so you know. Look, do, do you really want an innocent monkey to enter into the chaos and devastation that follows in our wake? The miasma of horrificness that swirls around us? I mean, no. I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it'd be a real cute little guy to have around, you know? It would be a cute little guy to have around. What if we had your cute little guy around and we were attacked by Karasiri, who then sucked his brain out of his head with their lamp lamprey mouths? Well, I mean, maybe Karasiri and Wooly Monkeys have some kind of a relationship like symbiotic relationship maybe they don't like maybe car siri and woolly monkeys get along what if they I mean, turned it into a car siri monkey which then attacked us in our sleep i mean so i can't get a pet period because it could just get bit by no, a car I don't, I don't care. i'm not I, I, i'm not your father i don't care if you have a pet but you shouldn't like abscond with a wild animal from the jungle like, uh, like, uh, I mean, Rocco gets his rats. Where did Rocco get his rat from? I just assumed it was a pet rat. Like from a pet store or something. Uh, no, it wasn't from a pet store. Uh, I think only Rocco can answer the question of that. It's kind of weird. Oh, really? Kind of weird. Okay, that's a surprise. Right? <sighs> We're pretty normal people all around, though. Well, we're about to go into a cursed, ruined pyramid uh, to end a vampire menace. I don't think it's the pl place for cute little woolly pet that you've just abducted. Maybe on the way out. Maybe you can get a monkey on the way out. Compromise. I like it. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll think it over. I'm sorry I hit the monkey with a rock. You should be, frankly. That was rude. 
<laughs> and Jackson sees and hears nothing unusual during your shift as the sun begins to break on the horizon. I always like the last shift, you know? Yeah. Nice. You just get two hours extra to wake up. Oh, I always think of it as having to wake up two hours early. It's all about perspective, Jackson. It's all about perspective. I guess. I should I should adopt your outlook. Well, you might end up with a woolly monkey as a pet if you do, so <laughs> all right everybody. Wakey wake. Wake up. Oh boy. Yeah, don't say like, please. <laughs> Elaine sing songy. Good morning. Everybody unbitten. Good morning. So far. Do I feel bitten? No. <laughs> I mean, other than the occasional mosquito or what have you, you know. All right. Did, did anybody gain any of their the strength back after sleeping? It is the next day, so anybody that's down any hit points gets one back. Yay. Oh. Whoop. I could use that. Oh, I could use that. That was luck or hit, hit points. points. Sorry, whoops. Hit, hit points. Oh. Hey, Dolores. Um, let me look at your wound and make sure that everything's looking hunky dory. You know, change out your dressing, all that. Okay. I'm attempting to try and get another HP First aid roll. back. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, hey, Lydia. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to roll for save with the bonus die? <laughs> sure. We'll see. We'll see how good I am at this in the morning. The answer is not very. You luck in. What? What? You dropped off. Me? Spend two luck. No, I'm, Haley keeps dropping off. Oh, sorry. Do you, do you want to spend two luck, Boots, to make that a successful yeah, first sure. table? Yeah, sure. I'll spend two luck. Okay. Then you. Oops. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. Right. You, uh, you, 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 uh, you know, you fiddle with Dolores's wound there, and uh, manage to get him an extra hit point. Fiddle. Yeah, I don't know. Just fiddling around with it. You're just poking Over here, like, ouch, Making that hurt. Like a mouth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Heal me. Nope. Nope. <laughs> also, white lipped peccaries are adorable. Drop but. a picture in the, uh, Discord. Uh, let me find one with a cute baby. Oh, here we go. Peccaries. <laughs> so you, I assume, for breakfast, consume the remainder of your rations. Buy snacks. Uh, this is actually tasting pretty good right now. Wait, we're out of rations? Yep. Oh, yeah, you were off, off camera at the time. Yes, you had basically one portion of rations left for dinner so everybody decided to eat half then and half for breakfast okay 
Um, can Elaine look around for, like, any edible roots mm -hmm. or... You're gonna, you're gonna look for roots? Yeah. Or uh, edible roots, edible fruits, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll watch the birds to see which ones they're eating. Okay. Uh, do the old spot hidden thing, would you? Ye old spot hidden? <laughs> Dream success. With a six for my bonus die, so... Extreme success. See here. I don't know. Maybe a mango tree. I'm eating frozen mango right now. You're not. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> I rolled a d20, which came up as an 11, and on my list of Peruvian fruits, number 11 is mango. Hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! So I found a mango tree. You did. I fucking love mango. <laughs> Violently. Wrong way. It's so good. So lucky. I'm actually not that big of a mango fan. <sighs> I'll deal with you later. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're bad. I just like other fruit better. That's fair. Just kidding. It's a very good harvest to things, I find. Additive, yes. You're going to yeah. harvest a bushel of mango? I would love nothing more to, than to harvest. Harvest a bushel of mango. <laughs> Oh, Roll a d12. It is great in things with other fruit, especially. Before I do this, mm -hmm. can I help? I'm trying to think of a way to maximize my mango. My mango harvesting. Mango mice. Mango mice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe I could make a little fruit picker. That would probably take too long. <laughs> Alright, I'll just roll these one. Nine. Okay. You managed to find nine unspoiled decently ripe looking mango. Who's hungry for mango? Boy, that looks so delicious. Oh my god. I just picked these. Obviously. Amazing. Help yourself. Delicious. I munch up some mango. Excellent yep. supplement to your breakfast. Fiber. Does Lou like mango, Rocco? Yeah, so he's going to give Lou a little slice of it. He must live it. I forgot about Lou. I'm so happy. Oh, uh, Lou, Lou is basically like, it looks like I got a really big belly, but I've had this shirt folded over in such a way where he's kind of in a little sling on my tummy. So I know he's there all the time and I can move him. Around. I feel him moving around a little bit. It's creepy, but he's fine. It's creepy. Just a little it's bit. It's creepy, but he's fine. I love it. Yeah, so Rocco, um, Elaine seems to be a little jealous of, of you having a pet. Uh, we saw another monkey last night. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. El Elaine, do you want to feed Lou some mango? He'd like it. Really? 
Yeah, you really should. He's awfully sweet. Okay. Can Rocco gain sanity back for this? <laughs> for the sweetness of this moment? You're just being like, uh, the he's my therapy rat, you know. We were in uh we were in a meeting together. You guys have been through point. a lot together. Yeah, we were in a meeting at one point where things got really serious for us and um yeah, we've been we've been doing it together for a while. It's nice. Nice to have somebody along. Um, make a sanity check, and if you succeed, I will let you have some sanity back. Aww. Ah, <laughs> I'm so crazy. No. <laughs> Can uh, Elaine try it? No. <laughs> no. no. You don't was, have a bond with him like I do, but you can. just for Rocco. Thank you. Uh, Elaine will feed Lou some name mm -hmm. content. Mm -hmm. We'll enjoy it very much. Rocco, make a mythos roll for me. Uh, oh, okay. that's not good. No. No, it's fine. I just wanted to Don't say worry something. About it. No, I just felt like my my brain was trying to expel something or like I don't know. It's like digesting. It was really weird. That's disgusting. I never thought I'd feel like my brain was digesting something, but I literally just had that feeling. So what's the plan? Scary temple? We heading for the road? I think so. Wait. All right. Well, no navigation rules are necessary because it's visible to you. We can see where it is. Mm -hmm. From where you are, um, the easiest approach is going to be getting to this winding road and following the road to the temple area. So, um, hacking and slashing your way, we're not even going to make you make checks here. Um, it takes a couple of hours. No, it doesn't. It takes an hour or so from your campsite to chop your way down to the road. The road <clears throat> looks as though it has never been used. I mean, it's clearly delineated, but it is rocky and um, just sort of, you, you sort of have to stumble along it as you go. Um, it's not well trodden by any means. And it kind of curves along through the jungle. It's, it's raised up a little bit out of the, uh, off of the floor. So off of the jungle floor. Um, so it's either side, there's sort of this little scree of rock slide that goes down. And the closer you get to where the, uh, the temple area is, um, the elevation begins to increase until you begin to reach points where you sort of have to scramble up a scree of rocks to get, uh, to, to go further. And, um, as you approach the last bend you can see up ahead of you there is this stone wall uh, with just a, a wide open gate that the road goes into the wall is maybe five or six feet tall and it's just stones piled on stones and beyond that you can see the top of this ziggurat form pyramid um, against the backdrop of 
the uh, the Andes, the mountains just sort of rising up around it. Um, two people give me a spot hidden roll. I'll, I'll do one. it. That's a heart success for me. 42 mm -hmm. out of 89. Mm -hmm. Nice job, folks. That's a 22 out of 89. Two heart so successes. You see atop the pyramid the figure of a person dressed in white clothing. They are standing and then they bend down and they appear to be doing something rather vigorously. You cannot tell from where you are what they're doing. Can I use the binoculars? Sure. Give yourself a bonus die roll. That's a, another hard success. 28 out of 105. Okay, and roll a bonus die. And a bonus die? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, not better. Okay, hard success with the binoculars, though. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you can see that it is a man who appears to be... Uh, European in descent, possibly a Spaniard, dressed in a white suit that is dirty and worn at this point. Um, just past him, over the edge of this pyramid t top, you can see just sort of the, the brown uh, hair, the top of someone's head. You, you may assume that it's the woman that he was traveling with. He stands up again and is wiping at his mouth. And you see him bend down one more time, convulse, and a gush of whitish fluid comes out of his mouth. Don't like it. Nope. That's nasty. We were told that they were feeding the god, right? You were told the... that. Okay. Yeah, I'll relay that to my group. That's disgusting. So, that's one car series, at least. Should we shoot him? And if you look at the map on roll 20, you can see sort of the, the layout of the area in front of you. He's too far away to shoot. Certainly with your pistols, yes. You do have a couple of rifles with you. Somebody can use my rifle. Lord knows I can't. It might draw too much attention to us, though, at this point. You are below where they are, so you're sort of seeing them with the, the edge of the temple obscuring the whole view so you may not have a clean shot at them and when we take a shot we're going to just alert them mm -hmm. do you think it's better to be sneaky yeah better, better to be sneaky than dead let's go that's true we can certainly try it's 
So should we do stealth checks or should we just say we're being sneaky? What's the plan? What are you going to do? Well, we're carefully approaching, right? Yep. Are you going to enter right, the so grounds through the gate? APCs isn't that would be seven. Not to the gate? Seven is the gate, yes. How high is the wall that, uh, that surrounds? Probably about, <clears throat> probably about six feet high. Not imposingly high, but high enough that you would have to climb over it. Um, if and I you can see that the, the way the road approaches the gate, as I said, it sort of drops off to either side. And the closer it gets to the pyramid, the steeper that, that drop is. So it's, there's, there's not a clear way for you to sort of go along the wall. Like the, the road just leads into the gate. You, it would take some significant climbing to get over to the sides where the wall is. Um, am I able to see if there's anybody at the gate with the binoculars? Or you don't see it... anybody. Okay. I feel like just walking into the gate might not be the best course of action, though. It just feels too obvious. So you don't simply walk in? Yeah. One does not. One, one shouldn't? This feels... So, okay, before we go in, guys, what is our plan? What is our plan for whether we are, like, obviously there are some gross things in there. Do we want to nuke it for more of it and try for that deal? Or do we want to What does that shoot? mean? Uh, <laughs> okay, so we've got the piece of gold. Okay, we've just got that question, I see. The temple, I am. And, uh... What is our plan once we get there? I don't like going in without some sort of idea of what our end goal is. Well, our end goal is to restore the gold to wherever it was taken from. And yes. I guess repair the ward or whatever it is that's maintaining right. this. So we don't know where that's going to be exactly, but it's probably going to be inside there somewhere. Yes. And that's full of Karsiri. So walking into, like, yeah. that seems dangerous without a plan. Just going to yeah. put that out there. Um, do we want to try to sneak in by disguising ourselves? Do we want to kill a couple of those things as they come out and wear their skin? Not That's not what I meant. Wear their clothing? Um, hmm. Or do we want to sneak around the back and see what we can see from places where we're not as detectable? Like what's, or we can just leave, or we can just run in and see what happens. But that feels tenuous. Sorry, I feel like you already answered this. But how tall are the walls? The six walls feet. are about six feet tall. However, you're going to have considerable difficulty reaching them if you get off the road. It's not impossible, mm -hmm. certainly, but. Jackson, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess maybe I'm kind of a straightforward guy. I don't see any other way uh, of clearly getting cleanly in there other than walking through this gate. Now, those two on top of the temple, um, 
are obviously not paying attention to us right now and they're they're mostly obscured from our view so we're probably mostly obscured from theirs right now the longer we stand out here the more chance we stand of them spotting us or maybe coming down off of there and seeing us um if i mean not knowing if there are more of them in there it seems like the closer we get to the temple the less likely they are to see us to me so so this map uh, from where we are like can i see over the wall into the the area around the temple just through the the gate because there's no there's no door to the gate it's just an opening in the wall yeah but like where, can see where, is I, I can't see over the wall from our correct point, like correct we yeah okay you can only see through the gate higher. from where you are you're not higher than the road ascended to the temple so if anything, you're a little further below the wall than just the six feet of the wall. And you're saying that this road kind of has like it's it's dug into the ground. It's it's built up. Yeah. The the road is is raised. Oh, it's raised. And it's it's there's a steep, an increasingly steep drop to either side the closer it gets to the temple. Oh, that's weird. The road came up from below the temple. Okay. Yeah. I think I think we can maybe get a better idea if we start getting closer in and th there doesn't seem to be anybody at the gate right now, so we can at least go up to the gate and maybe go from there. There might be more opportunities for cover once we get inside, right? So Sounds good. I think that's our best option. Just to be safe, maybe we should have weapons at the ready. Yes. Yeah. I, I think we should inventory that. our weapons real quick, just to make sure we know what we have. Do we have anything projectile-y? Like, I guess we have the guns. Guns. We have... Ooh, um, ooh, 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 ooh. We have smoke bombs. Ooh, that'd be helpful. Dolores has one hand grenade. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what do we have for explosives? So we got some smoke bombs, a hand grenade. Do we... Do we have anything else on that means? Also, if we do have explosives, I think we need to be very careful about not damaging anything in the in the temple. Agreed. Yeah, we don't do we want more to? Of that golden ward. What do we? Is there any value in like looking at maybe some sort of distraction that draws everybody out of the temple? I don't know if that's going to be. I don't know if we have time to prepare for that either like like what could we do i don't know like they're not going to be like drawn to some fire happening outside right no no but like but you like, know like would... what if i like ran in there and was like hey i'm delicious and then like ran out <laughs> would they all chase me you think <laughs> you... lydia does have one um... to be fate like that? I mean, I'm just trying to think about what would optimize for, uh, you know, and, and if I've got a couple of smoke bombs and cast a couple charms, like, would it draw everybody out so you guys could figure out how the heck to put the things back together? I don't mind. Lydia does have some, some magical tactics at her disposal as well. 
can you desperately looking up her cheat sheet? Do you have like an can you make like something fake with your magic? No. Okay. John likes to say illusion, but I don't know if Michael would have that in his vernacular like that. No, but I can. I could probably. Okay, I gotta read. <laughs> gotta read. Uh... Ooh, interesting. Reacquaint myself with the stuff that I never do, but also can do. Um. Because I would feel a lot safer with you guys running in there if the temple's mostly empty. That would be cool. The thing is, like, they're gonna come back at some point, anyways. So, Not like, if I... so, so here's the thing. Do you remember? Maybe you weren't here. I don't remember. But do you remember that big, gross thing that was flying around that I gained control of? This was like back before we even got on the boat. I don't think he was. I think we were still working with Lance at that point. Oh, okay. Remember he well, bombed everything? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, put dynamite everywhere? Mm -hmm. Well, I, what I'm trying to say is that. Let's see. Uh, I, could, I could bring something in from a terrible place and maybe they'd fight it. And that would give them something to um, be distracted by. Would can you make sure that they fight it? Like, can you make sure that it's dangerous to them? I guess that's a great question, Lee. Would I have any idea how how cars theory feel about polyps? If you if you successfully bind it, which if you're if you're able to summon it, we will allow the binding to take place as well awesome i um, like hearing that it would basically follow a command my direction so if i yes. made it attack them then it they would have no choice but to defend what, themselves what would you be summoning just have a I... flying polyp it's fine this is just something i can have do you sometimes. done this before i've successfully bound myself to one and it mm. did my bidding so well you, you bound a star spawn of cthulhu and you bound right, a hunting right. horror Thank you for keeping me track. What is, I don't like... It's a big nightmare from beyond, but how is that any different from the car theory? Really? I don't know, but I know I'm not going to like the answer. So let, let me rephrase this. If I could create a distraction that emptied out the temple... Would that be helpful? Yes. And it okay. would be better if if it was this thing that drew all the attention than you. Okay. Cool. I think that that sounds pretty good. Is and I think I can probably do that. Is this thing big or dangerous? Yes. Or both? both? Yes. Okay. Is this going to, could this, would this want to kill us? Probably, but if I'm controlling it, no. Okay. 
Is it possible that you won't be controlling it at any point? If what Lee just said, if I'm understanding it correctly, no. There's not a possibility of it not being in my control. Um, Lee, is that keep, correct? Keep talking. I'm looking for the uh, exact wording here. Do you know if you if you go down like either because you get hit real hard or you die, what's going to happen to the creature? Is it going to be free to do as it wishes at that point? Uh, it'll probably um, let's see. With a success, the thing is bound. With a failure, it attacks the caster and then likely returns whence it came. So it'll just go home. Right, because if you make a successful summoning, it will arrive bound to you. Yes. So there's no, and if something there's no happens to me, then it'll yeah. just get bored with what it was doing and leave. Can I use my infrared heat scanner? Um, You're pretty far from the pyramid right now. I don't know. Oh, that. okay. It's got the range. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think summoning this thing isn't is 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 a good good piece for our solution. All right. So the plan is we summon it within the walls but in a direction that we're not going, go through the gate, run into the pyramid. While they deal think, with the thing. Well, I, I think, think it's um it's deal with I think we okay. can. So hold hold on. Let me just think this out for just a real quick second, if you don't mind. Um, so we've got uh, people obviously looking. We've got the the watchtower guys up there. Yeah, the two up there. So if they see the this giant beast, um, does it fly? Yeah, <laughs> it does. It's an unspeakable horror. Uh, so if it if they see it coming in. They're probably, and it goes and, like, tries to, you know, attack them. They're probably gonna want it to not be there. Especially if it starts fucking with their pyramid. Well, you could send it, like, straight up to attack them and give it the... You could, say, go after them and go after anyone else who shows up that's not us. Right? Yes, correct. And then if it's up there, that's going to draw a lot of attention because that's probably the... That's probably where they're doing their thing, right? So if you tell it to, yeah, if you tell it to do the thing, to do its thing up there, it's going to be in the way, which means it's going to be important for them to deal with, which puts like more incentive. And then maybe we can like sneak into the temple with that distraction from that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my the the thing I'm going to summon is going to be a distraction, and if it's, Mm -hmm. I think the important distinction to make is if it attacks them they're going to fight back and I can draw that fight out somewhere. Well, I don't think be... you even need to do that because if if you tell the thing to like leave, why fair, would it keep fair. going after it if it's leaving at that okay, point? Okay, right? so like, I could bring it inside with us and yeah. attack like, and just make it create the chaos while they while you guys go and do the rest of the stuff because everybody's all eyes are going to be on this flying polyp like not all of these carceri we've run into have been like some of them have been quite feral but we have to assume that some of them are intelligent enough right and like that one up there 
probably has their wits about them. And uh, Luis has his wits for sure. He's been yeah. planning this for centuries now, right? So Yeah. Okay. All right. So the plan is I will summon this guy, bring it into you, the temple with us. Do you need anything to summon it? Uh, I need a little bit of time. Okay. Um, Lise, you're going to have to help me out with the... Uh, mm-hmm with the things. Um, so yes, I'm going to yes, need sir. a little bit of time and I'm probably going to do a little bit of prep myself. Um, where are my charms? I'm probably going to put a charm on myself. Um, I'm trying to remember which charms I have left. I think I have, cause I know I gave one to Rocco at some point. Was that? I think that was for damage, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. Then that means that I've still got the luck one. Um. You, I noted you gave one to Anna May. <sighs> I didn't you gave her the dodge wasn't charm. That, yeah, but didn't I? I thought we had some time to remake stuff in between the anime thing and now. But did we ever do it? I don't remember. I don't think so. Well, let's say I just still have the luck one left, because that's probably going to be the one I want to hang out with anyway. Okay. And then Rocco has a damage reduction one. The armor one. Right. Yeah. Which I don't believe he's used yet. No, he's just carrying it. It it doesn't become active until he needs it to. Okay. Okay. So let's do it. Okay. Sorry, I'm still. No, this no, is it's an okay. Unexpected twist. So I'm uh, looking things up. Uh, yeah, could we take five? And we're back. Okay. So. Perched on this road, um, just outside the walls of the pyramid grounds, Lydia is going to make an attempt to summon a flying polyp to act well, as a distraction. We wanted to actually get closer before we did that, right? I thought Where we wanted you... to be further away so that it would just kind of take care of them. Where do you want to be to make this happen? Like near the gate? I think we want to be far enough away that they'll see it before us. Because once I have it here, if I successfully control it, then I can fly it straight at those guys, and then we can follow. How? Like, there's no. How are they going to see it the minute you summon it? I mean, it's pretty big. Um, it's it's how... not a. How long is it going to take us to to run up to the temple from our point? Where would you say you're at on that portion of the road that you can see? I guess if you look at the the sort of the little curve right to the left of the number four, where it kind of hooks, mm-hmm. that's probably the point from which you were able to see the figures on top of the temple. Okay. If you were to get closer to the wall, to the outside wall the they would probably be obscured from your view and you would probably be obscured from theirs like 
if you if you come along this part that runs a little more parallel to the uh wall of the grounds so if that, we go like that's going here, to provide a little more cover for you. like right yes. here yes yeah i think that'd probably be a good spot to do it all right okay cool. so here's what needs to happen since this is the first time you cast this spell you learned the spell from dr sung on the mm -hmm. uh on the ship uh, yes. so he taught you how to cast it but you have never cast it before so your first attempt at casting it you will need a hard success at a power roll okay if you do not attain a hard success at a power roll the spell fails okay okay if you succeed at casting the spell you then need to determine how many magic points you're going to spend to make this spell a success Okay. Um, for each magic point you spend, it increases your probability by 10%. So if okay. you were to spend three magic points, you have a 30% probability of success. Uh huh. <clears throat> each magic point you spend takes five additional minutes to cast. So using three magic points gives you 30%, would take 15 minutes. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. And of course, the more magic points you spend, the higher the probability of this happening. But also, it takes a lot longer. Yes. Yeah. So, um, team, how how long do we want me to try on this? Like, right now, we're not... They don't know we're here. Yeah. We could mm -hmm. take a longer time to do it. Um, and my likelihood of success is increased. But it depends on whether you want me to take 5 minutes, 15, 20, 30. I don't think it has to be any longer than 10 minutes. They're going to figure out we're here or we'll figure out that they're being duped pretty quick, I think. Okay. Do we have a backup plan for if this doesn't work? Mm. We shoot grenade? Them? I guess it's yeah. Yeah, grenade and then shooting. We yeah, could use okay. a smoke bomb and then just make a dash for the for the pyramid. I can try and use some of my henbane gas on them. I don't know if it'll work, but well, I don't think we've got anything we're saving it up for at this point. No. Um and if I put it in my fog machine, then I can hit a bigger group too. All right, you want to you want to prep that, Elaine? Sure. Uh, Elaine will put a cartridge into her fog machine and pull it out. Mm -hmm. Ready to go. Okay. Uh, Lydia, you can increase your chances uh, and get yourself a bonus die on these power rolls um, by playing okay. your enchanted pipes as you cast the spell. Ah, yes, the enchanted pipes. But won't I'm that also be a loud? Musician. Uh, uh, do they depends make on noise? how loud she plays them. Well, yeah, they do make noise. I don't have to play them that loud. It doesn't matter what the volume is as long as she's playing them. They assist yes. the spell. Also, if you recall, um, the Ankh that you found in De Mendoza's trunk um, gives you an additional D6 uh, toward any power rolls. Delightful. I'm going to have to write this down because I'm going to forget Reduce it. your roll by a D6. Okay, so we got we got the pipes. 
which is an extra what? You said a D5? Extra, an extra die. Now that gives you a bonus die. Bonus die. And, and just having the onk on you gives you a D6, which you can subtract from your roll so that, um, you know, if you're six points away from a hard success, that will automatically get you the hard success. Gotcha. I'm never going to, you guys are going to have to help me with this math because I'm not good at it. Okay. So we got the pipes. We got the, we got the onk. I think that's all the bonus stuff. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And no, how many magic points do you have? You have like 16 or something? I have 15. Yeah. 15. Okay. Um, magic points regenerate one per hour. So it's not like you're. Yeah. I can. You've, you've got do a lot to spend here. here. Yeah. And as always, um, your friends can sort of lend their energy to you. If you would ever yeah. need more magic points, you can borrow those from people. Uh, do you do you care to like sort of describe the preparation of how you're going to go about doing this, or you don't have to? It's up to you. If you have a picture in your mind of what's happening, I don't have a good picture. I have no idea if this magic mm-hmm. has visuals or not. Mm-hmm. But I am going to tell. I'm going to check my guns that I have to make sure that they are loaded and ready to go. I'm going to have my machete in a place where I can get to it. I am going to... You're also carrying Damondoza's armor and sword, right? Was that you that was carrying it? I think we left, the, we, left, we left the armor, I think. No, you we guys did. Said Remember you we, to... we made a trap in a chest with it or something? So that yeah. No, no, no. That, that was when you initially found it. You trapped the chest. But you took his conquistador armor. And when you left oh, the right. island, I asked if you guys wanted to leave that behind with Naira or if you were going to take it with you, and you decided it was light enough to carry. And mm-hmm. I don't remember if you split it up amongst you or if one of you was carrying all of it. Probably split it up. Okay. So somebody has the Conquistador sword as well. Okay. That's useful. <clears throat> um, Shouldn't be me. I'm not good at brawl. Oh, I mean, I already have a machete. I'm not good at anything. <laughs> well, you should have the all. sword then, just in case. I have Hubbard's rifle and Hubbard's knife, and they're both right. oh, okay. magical. So. What if we find out, though, that the sword is like incredibly powerful against these Karasiri? Someone just take it with them. You know, it's still, at the end of the day, it is still... Physical damage, if needed. Hi, Norm. Okay, I'm, I'll hold on to it. Well, okay. okay. I'll hold on to it unless anyone has a better brawl than me. I have 56. Mine's like 26, so... No one... Mine's 25. Michael. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. I am also going to... Does it seem well-maintained? Yeah, the armor and the sword were, were all in pristine condition okay mm-hmm. um if we hold it... up the uh sorry real quick if, if we probably have done this already but if we hold up the sword to our <clears throat> gold block that we're returning does it look similar and like quality and just make or do you want to do that here on the road now no probably it's a conquistador know. sword Right. 
it's, so it's steel. golden, right? Oh, okay. I thought no. it was gold for some reason. No, the uh, the knife that Dolores got from Alex Hubbard has a golden sheen to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would is the stats different than a machete for the sword? For the sword I use it, or is it okay if I just use a machete roll? Uh, I don't know that it's going to be a whole lot better. Let me see. I do have that here. Mm-mm-mm. Weapons, weapons, weapons. Weapons. Okay, sword, sword, sword. Sword. Saber fighting. It is going to be 1d8 plus 1 plus damage bonus. 1d8. Okay. So that's better than your machete. Yeah. <clears throat> your damage bonus is probably zero. It's based on your size. So my size is forty. It's mostly it, well, it'll tell you your damage bonus on your combat tab as well. Or it should. It's zero. Yeah. So you're looking at one d eight plus one. It's a saber. Uh yeah, sword, saber, whatever you want to call it. Saber, yes. Um, and a. Okay, I I noticed that my machete has a malfunction roll. Is that right? Um, no. Okay, it should be I, just. Yeah. N a. Anytime you roll a one hundred, it's it's a fail. But yeah. It's not going to malfunction. That's that's for firearms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Because I was like, "What?" (laughs) So is Lydia ready to begin her spell then? I'm just testing it. I I think so. I am gonna add. I'm going to activate one of my own charms, the one for luck. Okay. So that's a bonus die to the owner's luck rolls. One use, 1d4 hours, 24 hours, which is what it says here. And I don't really know how that works, but... Um, it's it's whatever your intent was when you created the charm. If it lasts for 24 hours or if it lasts for 1d4 hours. If you wanted to make it more temporary or a longer term. Gotcha. I think probably when she programmed it, it was a 24-hour thing. She doesn't sure. see a reason to short shrift that. <clears throat> so you you all okay. come along the road a little closer to the wall so that you're out of view from the top of the pyramid and you begin playing your pipes I actually have Jackson oh, if we has... in this I recommend not looking at it oh yeah yeah don't do that not looking at what whatever she makes oh Jesus okay yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. It's fine. 
okay, I'll I'll just continue uh, prepping my 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 pistol. Just keep standing there looking handsome. We're just gonna prep our pistols together, Jackson. We're just gonna get this all ready to go. Okay, Rocco, you're pretty good with firearms, right? You want to look Who has the gold? Sure. Yeah, let me. Yeah, gold? let me. Let me check this. It's over. in Jackson's bag. Okay, Jackson, that's your job then. The gold. Okay. Well, we got to get inside first. Yep. Yeah. Maybe yep. I should have the gold because I have skills and understanding. Well, but you're you kind of have more knowledge about it, I guess. Right. I just... well, why don't I just carry Maybe it until we get in there? Does. Hmm? Okay. Walk with me on this trip. Dolores takes it because I think Dolores, you probably are you you're not great at a shot, right? Oh god, no. And you're not great with fighting. No. So you're probably gonna be the one who if you can't do anything, it's best if you have the ability to do something, right? It would also, be handy. Also, if for some terrible reason everything goes sideways, Dolores, you are the one person who can escape. Sort of, yes. Yes. And you could maybe get away with the gold if that happened. None of us can do that, but you could, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Because, well, ideally the gold is supposed to be here. I don't want to put ourselves in a position where we all die and then they just take the gold and then they can do whatever they want with it. So if that might happen anyway. To get away, maybe it's best with Dolores. Shit. Not, not that I, I think that's a good plan, but what if we give the gold to Dolores now and he blinks out again? That's and my concern. We're stuck at this pyramid. Till I come back. Well, I think Dolores can drop it if that happens. I do don't you know. Have an awareness of it happening enough that you could do that? No, I don't. Why don't I just carry it till we get in there, and then when we see what has to be done, Dolores okay. can figure that out. Then we'll give it to Dolores there. I think that's a good idea because I don't want to have the gold, and then all of a sudden something happens and it's in a completely different time and place can i make a psychology role for jackson to see if he's acting like sure. possessive uh, of the gold bar yes anytime okay. i'll also make that two of them okay i don't know i'm just i have trust issues hard success from a regular success 55 and out of 55 regular success no Jackson seems genuinely um, concerned about the idea of you all getting stuck there uh, you don't feel like he's like being you know dominated by a desire for this gold to be his his precious um, he, he reads clean to you okay he doesn't want, is it? Lydia, your pipe playing is beautiful. Okay. Thank you. It's a it's a lifetime craft. So, you do need a in order to first 
Oh, I thought you were trying to get my attention. In order to first see if you can successfully cast the spell, you're going to need a hard success at a power roll. And you do get that extra D6. Okay. And since you're playing the pipes, you get a bonus die. So okay, first, so I'm make gonna... a power roll. <laughs> okay, you get a bonus die. Way to go. Okay. That's the normal success. That's 43 out of 75, which is a normal success. Uh, go ahead and roll your okay. d6. Forty-three minus two is forty-one. So you're at forty-one out of seventy-five. Can she spend luck on this? Yes. You need okay. a hard success, so you have to get to thirty-seven. So that's four. So how much? Four points. Yeah, I will definitely spend four less points. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the energy is flowing through you. You are not sensing anything happening around you. All of your attention is focused on the notes that are coming seemingly unbidden out of this pipe. Mm -hmm. And you feel a connection with something beyond yourself as you reach out and begin to seek the entity that you know is called a flying polyp somewhere. Here, boy. Now, how many magic points do you intend to spend? Um, well, the group said we don't need more than 10 minutes <clears throat> before shit hits the fan, so I'm gonna... Well, no, that's... <clears throat> that is twofold there, though, because if you, if you want 10 minutes, that's two magic points, which gives you a 20% chance of success. So you would have to roll I mean, a 20. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe um, more like twenty minutes. That's yeah. I'm. I'm. I can spend magic points. Like that's not a problem. It's the time. But we've got all the time in the world, or at least until somebody notices some weird, spooky bollocks happening. So, um, is it is it five percent per point spent? Five minutes per magic point spent. Uh, it's ten percent per point spent. And it's five minutes per point? Five minutes. So if you spend 30 minutes, that's 60%? If you spend three magic points, that's a 30% chance of success. So you have to roll below 30. No, but 30 minutes. That's six intervals. Yes, and that's a 60% chance of success. If you spent a full hour, that would be a 90% chance of success. Correct. Can you just keep going and then get cut off? If she can keep playing this pipe that long. Without us getting interrupted. Without you being discovered first, yes. I'm game for whatever, y'all. I, f- I think we want, I think we, if we're going to do this, I think we want to make sure it happens. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm also thinking that if we spend the 60 minutes, we've got 20 minutes left a game. And so, like, we could summon the polyp and then mm-hmm. stop there. Do the real combat. Yeah. 
Estas logistics. I think um, party people. Yeah. For like... Either we get discovered and you have to pull it early and summon it then, but I think... I'd rather have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. I okay. think do the full hour. Let's just roll the dice and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. We can cover your ass and for an yeah, hour, we, hopefully. Thank you. We, this we is truly my opus. For like 50 minutes? I don't know. Yeah, I'll keep going. 45? 50 minutes? That's, that's, that's 100%, right? Or, God, what's the math? <laughs> 50 divided by 5 would be... Ten. ten intervals. Yes, yeah, so that's so okay. ten magic points. Yep. Which is a hundred percent chance of success. You need a hard success. Okay. Oh, so within the one hundred percent, she within... still needs a hard success. Okay. So really, it's like you spend ten magic points and. A hard success is like 50 or lower if you have 100, okay. right? And then so if, if we spend yes. an hour, that would basically be we'd be rolling at a 120, right? Mm -hmm. So that'd be like 60. But she'd be out of magic that. points, right? So would it... I have 15 mm -hmm. magic points. So There's I can 15 go. magic oh, points. Oh, I thought you had 10. And so she can sort of yeah. feed off of all of your magic points if you're willing. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Let's go for like an hour... And maybe an hour and ten. Yeah, I'm we just vibing. As as if, if we, we do an do. hour, we we have to hit sixty, at least. Like like so, and then if we go to an hour and ten, that puts us up to seventy. Does it? Can we turn the pipes down a little bit? Yeah, is that, was, is that loud? Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty loud. <laughs> Thank you. I can't. I can't tell how loud it is on your end. That's fair. It's quite the six minutes still loud. Well, yeah, maybe another tick down. Yeah. So a full hour is twelve points spent. Mm -hmm. Yep. An extra ten minutes is fourteen hours spent, or fourteen magic points spent. So yeah. half of that is seventy. So all okay. right. You I'm could go, you could spend the last extra minute and push that up to uh, 15 points spent, right? And then you have to um, get 75. So that gives us like like a quarter chance of failure. Yeah. And then you're completely you tapped on that. magic points. But you can yeah. use ours. Yeah, we, yeah we, we can. We, we, we. I think all of us can pitch in at least a few magic points too for that. So you're not completely I mean, I don't need in mine. case you need them. Right. There might be some things that make us use them, but I have 12 magic points and I don't have any way of using them. So we can all hold hands. But we get them back after an hour, right? You get one, yes. per, one per hour. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be like tapped out after this. Yeah. And she, she can use her magic points to cast spells. So I think us actually giving her magic points to use yeah. is going to be better. I'm with you there. I'll give magic points. I don't have any use for them, and I've got 14 of them. Give Done me all then. your magic points so that I may play the flute so beautifully. Yes, please continue with your flute playing. Oh, yes. I'm vibing like Norm back there. Yeah, dude. Norm is a vibe right now. Mm -hmm. 
Isn't that right? Huh, Norm? Because if we spend 20 magic points, that is... Uh, 20 times 5? Uh, 100 minutes? That'd be an hour and 40 minutes. We could bring it up to a full... Like an auto success. Unless you roll I feel like... Well, I mean, we can try for it. I mean, it's not like... It's not like if we don't make it to that, it we lose everything. We lose all our progress, right? So maybe we could shoot for that. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can see if we can last out that long before we get discovered, I guess, right? But I'm just saying, like, the math is, right? Like, um... A hundred minutes, so an hour and forty would bring us to a, to a 200 a roll. So you would just need to beat 100? Yeah. So the only thing that could go wrong would be a critical failure? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No pressure, though. Well, on the roll. We could still get discovered before then, and then I assume we just roll at whatever point we got discovered. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how you want to figure that out, Lee. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like we would we would keep going until we hit that point or we get discovered. Well, now um Lydia is is in a trance as she's casting this. Yeah. Um she's playing this the flute automatically. And um even if you were discovered, as long as she's not disturbed, yeah, the spell so we can casting. Still continues. Still continues. Yeah. Okay. So maybe uh, we should stagger ourselves. Where like, or I can, or I'm just trying to make it so that if we do get discovered, there's a wave of us before they get to Lydia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we 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 can be in the way. Like we're on this road, so it's not like that they can just come at us from any angle, right? Like because it's elevated, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we'll be behind the wall too, right? So. Well, they could come from behind us, but... We can see that, though. That's true. Hi. What are you doing? So, yeah, we do that, and we'll funnel our extra points. Right, so... Okay. Mm -hmm. I can pitch in four points. I think if so, we all so... pitch in four points, then she has more than enough left. Okay, so you're getting her to the point where she's spending like 200 minutes doing this is that what you said uh no it's a uh, hundred minutes because okay. each 10 minutes is two points okay so a hundred okay. minutes an hour and 40. got it okay and okay so that was putting her her percentage of success at 200. yes okay so as long as you don't roll a 100 on your roll, the summons is successful. Yes. As long as there's a polyp within range of the spell. Knocked on wood. Here, polyp. So Here, what, are the what are the rest of you doing at this point? Are you just spreading out and standing there? Are you looking around? Are you checking to? Are you checking on the people on the pyramid? Are you checking for? Mm -hmm. What else are you doing? Rocco, 
Rocco's watching with uh, Jackson Elias. Yeah, like I think I think what we can do is like some of us can kind of come back and forth as we feed her the magic from okay. like as we contribute, and then once we sort of put our thing out, we swap out, and then someone else like goes back and like keeps an eye out on what's you're going on. You're looking down the road. You're sort of peeking like, back inside the. Gate. Yeah, we're keeping an eye on the gate. We're keeping an eye on listening. Behind us. Listening. So okay. Eyes and okay. ears open. Okay. You don't see anything coming up the road during this time. You do notice that the two individuals on top of the pyramid seem to no longer be there. Okay. You don't see anyone else through the gate. As we are approaching the end period of Lydia's spell, I'm assuming that she's pouring her magic points into this and drawing from all of you who are willingly... Mm -hmm letting her tap this energy um you don't all necessarily know how long she intends to go though because she's okay. not able to communicate with you at this time and like the time is dragging on and on and mm -hmm. you're you're probably wondering how long this is taking and you know is lydia okay you know is this is this somehow got her locked into some astral plane where we can no longer reach her but she's continuing to play um her playing has gotten a little quieter so uh you're can you're you're not as concerned with it drawing attention but as lydia is reaching the point where her awareness she believes has locked on to that what she is seeking target acquired a figure appears in the gate, followed by another. And those of you who are paying attention in that direction immediately notice uh, Luis de Mendoza, Fuck. along with another Spaniard beside him. De Mendoza says, whatever all this noise is about, you can stop now because your quest has come to an end. God damn it. Lydia, make your power roll. Oh, no, wait. You don't have to make a power roll. Roll a D100. That's right. Roll a D100. Jesus Christ. You actually <laughs> rolled 100, too. She did. She did. Oh, my God. I rolled a six. Out of a D100, you rolled a six? Yep. Yes. It's a hard success. Yes. Roll Extreme. your D6. Six. Holy <gasps> shit! Six, six. Mark is a beast, kind of. That's a critical Mark success. Beast, <laughs> That's actually better than a critical success. That's actually Two zero. Of the beast, baby. Wait, 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 wait. Mark she's of the beast. She's used. She she has her her stuff, right? Yes. Does she get to like roll the d6 to minus that? from that roll or is that not a power roll that's only power roll she gets to minus the d6 from right no the, the i had to roll the d100 for the power roll because um we were rolling against 200 200 okay right? yeah so, that's our odds now. so her actual uh power roll i wasn't i wasn't counting that i meant to have a roll a d100 which is why we're not counting that critical fail. okay so she oh, rolled so a that, six. That six is that 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 thing from her charm or whatever. The D6 right, that she ruled was a six, which is six minus from six, which gives her a zero. 
okay. which is actually better than a critical success. Yes. That is so cool. <laughs> okay. Where, Lydia, where do you intend for this, or where do you hope for this thing to appear? Over the pyramid, just in the yard, near all of you? Um, I think probably the plan was to have it appear kind of right inside the gate so that it could so that we couldn't be seen but it could and then we i could have it either attack the thing things that come out of the temple or kind of go wherever we needed to but also make itself very visible to the folks in the temple so that they go oh shit we gotta run outside now okay well, and um, then we decide if we wanted to go inside if they weren't coming out fast enough or if I'd just like pied piper them away. Well, these beings, when summoned, uh, even when bound, are not necessarily uh, bound to your will. They still have a will of their own as far as how and when they appear. Um, right. So. <clears throat> but Lee, as the GM, really likes to make this cool. So, well, in our favor. I'm rolling curse. <laughs> I, I know, I know. So. Um, yeah, I know. Box of doom. Box of doom. <laughs> Lydia reaches the point where she has found what she's looking for. The playing of the flute mercil mercifully comes to an end as it trails off and Lydia emerges from the darkness. She opens her eyes to see de Mendoza and another man standing in the gate and immediately behind them, the air turns black not like a cloud but like a spatter of ink against the air and this blackness begins to bubble and pulse and through it a single dark tentacle reaches out followed by another and another and as though this black ink spot is a hole in reality, the tentacles grasp either side of it and thrusting out through this hole as though being born into the world comes a creature that is not unlike a giant undersea maggot. It is covered with eyes and mouths. <laughs> and That's nasty. It is, it is dripping with the viscous substance of the ether. Wherever it came from, uh, it is bringing some of its element with it. And it emerges from this hole with a wet sucking sound and flies through the air, undulating behind De Mendoza and his companion. And Lydia, what is the command that you're going to give to the flying polyp? Probably just attack everyone, but these folks. So you're sort of sending it this this command and visualizing the <laughs> six of you. And you're telling it to attack yeah. everyone except for the people that you're thinking of. Yes. It hovers in the air. It's form I'm also including Lou it. in this. Yeah, Lou. Obviously. Tentacles bloom forward as its body rears back. All of the mouths on its form open 
revealing sharp glistening teeth and it thrusts itself downward toward Damon Doza and his companion as we end for the night. <laughs> Ooh. Spicy. Well done. Let's oh. go. Oh my Holy god, you guys. <laughs> that was I, amazing. I guess it was worth many... spending all of your magic points. I'm going to be exhausted after this. But even with yeah, that, the the uber critical success was so unlikely. The, that was yeah, wild. that was incredible. <laughs> that so was the critical fail that came How about that? Was bad. That, that, that was bad. Say, oh, ignore me. I forgot I was stuck on the power roll for a second. Oh, okay. Cool. So when we come back in two Wednesdays, um, we're going to be thrust directly into the middle of combat or watching combat, whatever you decide to do. Um, so is August 2nd a possibility for anybody? Everybody? Or is that I can't. Bad? Uh, okay. August 2nd, Nianu. You can't. Oh, uh, I, I was going to let John know that for, oh, sorry, we're still in the air. <laughs> first, first week of August. Okay. Sometime in August, we'll be back. We'll be seeing you soonish. We will. We'll figure it out. There are going to be so many tentacles. Oh, so many tentacles. <laughs> Disgusting. So many. So many. Almost too many. Japanese anime worth of tennis. More than two. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for watching. Have a good night, Internet. Night, Internet. Night.